So hi, Benas. Uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Tell us where you come from, a little bit about your story. Hi, Callum. Pleasure to, to be here, actually. So yeah, so my name is Ben and uh, I'm coming from Lithuania originally. So my story starts actually in Lithuania, uh, where, I, where I finished high school, but then I eventually very quickly moved over to Thailand uh, to continue my studies there and understand that we have something in common, that yeah, we both yeah, finished yeah. the same high school. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of but, strange to meet another person on the other side of the world going to the same school in Thailand. Just, exactly, yeah. and then we're now sitting in London, so yeah. it's, it's a pretty yeah, crazy, crazy how the world connects us. So yeah, so after finishing high school and uh, graduating from university in UK, uh, my story started that I went uh, onto a career path uh, towards Nike, and okay. I was working at Nike for over four years across different roles, uh, sales, uh, sales planning, operations, uh, a bit of strategy, and uh, yeah, soon after, uh, Renisa was born, and actually Renisa was born approximately a year ago. Okay. Where we together with my business partner, we launched uh, this whole uh, this whole company with an idea that we wanted to revolutionize the way real estate works today, in terms of how properties are being managed, and um, yeah, so that's basically my kind of a bit of a background. So what what made you go through the different roles in at Nike? Are you trying to find yourself, or are you trying to find how think, the company works? Or I think Nike was that type of culture which was very entrepreneurial, okay. and that's what really drove me there uh, towards you know like shifting between different roles. Um, the idea that at Nike each uh, each uh, worker uh, had to basically move approximately after two years of time in a single role. So that was actually so a requirement was, from the from it, the company. Yeah, like two to three years. That was approximate. Uh, time for okay. each person working in a single role, mm -hmm. so that drove a lot of shifts. You know, like from people moving and trialing out different, different, uh, different uh, roles. So yeah, so that was basically number one, uh, which 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 drove it. And uh, the idea was that the company wanted everyone to to know exactly how the company is operating, so you could move horizontally a lot and vertically as well at the same time. So it was a very interesting experience. So they're promoting, like. Like rates of failure, they're trying to see how different people operate in different roles. Maybe trying to find their own best role in the company, or yeah, to some extent. I mean, uh, if a person has moved across horizontally across sales, yeah. demand planning, operations, uh, then he has a full understanding. You know how sales planning should yeah. should should work, and how planning and analytics work across different roles, mm -hmm. so that he has basically this helicopter view, which allows him to take different decisions and have a bit of a different approach towards uh, creating new things and the company uh, actually really enjoyed working there because uh, the company itself had such as I mentioned entrepreneurial uh, thinking hence if you had any idea of doing something differently and unique you could just go directly to your manager and then drop this idea and then try to try to create uh, that the project out of it uh, which I really liked and enjoyed and I think that's what really um, brought me to creating Renisa at the end because uh, that the whole journey of mine uh, from Nike in those under over four years uh, I moved across six different roles okay. and uh, it's it's a lot when it sounds and uh, shifting and adjusting in each role to a different department yeah. and different di different uh, team members it uh, that that's what drove me that quick change of you know quickly adapting and introducing something new. It's interesting how, how a big corporation like Nike is, is doing that in their, in their organization. I, I wasn't aware of that. and yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting because 
promoting an entrepreneur or entrepreneur inside the companies is, is really valuable for company testing new ideas and stuff like that. Exactly. So, so that's, that's where the, the hunger for innovation and creating something on your own started? Or? Yeah. So actually, that's, this is my first startup. So I think that's, that, that's where the, the whole innovation started, <laughs> this whole hunger. Um, as I mentioned, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the only one. Uh, mm-hmm. I met uh, my business partner here in London while I was working uh, for Nike, still here. Okay. And uh, he had a property management company in North London, uh, which he was successfully letting uh, to students uh, properties from landlords. And uh, he basically has experience, he had experience uh, throughout that of struggling, you know, like of using uh, property management systems, mm-hmm. uh, find, finding, you know, like best model for his uh, agency to work across, across tenants and for landlords as well. And hence, you know, like we kind of just fitted together because I had that experience, same experience, but more from a tenant side, because mm-hmm. I had experience with really bad agents, uh, grumpy ones, uh, taking my taking my deposits yeah. away and then not giving it back. <laughs> so you know, combining our both experiences, we just kind of solved. Uh, we wanted to solve actually this issue, with which everyone was struggling, as we were hearing around. So, so basically, the, the actual problem is based on your experience here in London, both of you. Yes. As, as from a tenant and from yes, a and owner. Yes, from, from the owner's perspective, yeah. yes. So we, aside of you know, like two of us, we, we were talking to a lot of our friends and you know, like the people we were surrounded at yeah. the same time. And uh, multiple people were telling us similar, similar problems we were experiencing from traditional agents. So that was one of the, one of the problems which actually kicked, kicked, kicked us you know, like to, to start off. Renisa, but in addition, uh, we we saw legislations, upcoming legislations. There were uh, conversations starting um, um, about uh, tenant fee bans, uh, Section twenty four, uh, buy to let tax uh, relief uh, to taken away, and uh, in addition, you know, like to other, to other factors uh, towards you know, like the real estate and what was what was happening in terms of you know, like whole uh, market being uh, very segmented and uh, driven by a bunch of traditional high street agents yeah. but not offering any alternatives for landlords or tenants which we thought it might be the perfect option <coughs> to start something new yeah. so yeah to innovate inside a old working industry exactly yeah. and uh, we saw at, at the same time and we were actually starting with this whole idea we saw sales uh, trying to trying to be transformed. Yeah. So probably you heard of Purple Bricks or uh, Doorstep, yeah. these companies which started to automate the whole sales process yeah. and try to focus on that. And uh, that's what actually drove us to sort something in Lettings as well, because Lettings haven't been touched uh, at, that, at that time. And we wanted to be one of the first as well to try to transform and improve the whole market and solve all of the problems for everyone. Sounds like a like an interesting idea. Best best of luck with that. I'm I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna succeed. You look like a driven person here that's gonna you know achieve success. Thank um, you. <laughs> so, um, from a, from a personal perspective, uh, what made you move away from from the you know comfortable Nike you know secure type of you know position in, inside a company? You can probably grow, and you know there's like a long path of you know different roles that you can do. I think it's uh, it's the hunger which drove me yeah. uh, towards this. Uh, at Nike, I was getting very comfortable, and I started to not like it that much. Um, I say, I mean, Nike was giving me a lot in terms of experience, 
traveling, uh, getting to know people, meeting a lot of fantastic people, interesting clients, uh, the different, you know, like the different, different stars in the sporting industry yeah. as well. Uh, but uh, eventually, I think it was the hunger because uh, I was always hungry to try something more and to sniff what's on the other side of the fence, <laughs> if I can say so. So, because Nike was my first actually professional experience uh, in a big corporation. And I didn't want to spend another five years uh, just continuing my career path there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try something, some, something different. And uh, I was very, I had, the, I had this idea from the beginning, as I mentioned, you know, like Nike brought me a lot of entrepreneurial towards me, of you know, like not being afraid to try out new things, which actually drove me to trialing out and doing something, creating something myself. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I think the hunger was the number one uh, factor which drove me eventually. So it's, it's like a combination between Nike culture and your own understanding of where do you want to go in the world? or Yeah, to some extent. I always wanted to actually uh, leave something uh, after, after myself. Just you like know? something bigger than... Something bigger than uh, just working for someone else. Yeah. And I wanted to create something uh, unique and uh, help, help uh, others, you know, like... Get get basically a better better service, or to simplify basically the solution uh, which which we're out there right now. Just improve the the situation for improve the, the situation, yeah. And uh, we, we, as I mentioned, we were hearing this, you know, like across across the whole market, the situation was pretty tricky uh, for tenants, and you know, like everyone was really grumpy, uh, outrageous fees for both ends, being ripped off if. Yeah. <laughs> multiple you know like multiple services so that was the whole idea from a, from a personal perspective do you think um what are the pers- people around you say like uh, leaving a you know secure job and just jumping on something totally new do you have like a do you like have like a like a door they had to push through and you know you like parents and, and family or people like around you or, or was it everybody was like super super open to try new things and i think uh one thing i saw at nike was that this type of people who stayed at Nike for 10 years, yeah. we were just too comfortable to leave that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were a bit against it, who I mentioned, but as well very supportive at the same time, in a way that we were probably a bit, maybe not, I don't want to say jealous, but in a way, you know, like supportive that, okay, you go try it out, but uh, I'm just going to continue you know, like working here, but why are we leaving this cool brand yeah. <laughs> at the same time? But yeah, family was very supportive. Uh, Family, my team member, my my family members were always very pushy, you know, like for me to try out new things, yeah. and they saw that you know, like I was, I was, I was, I was, I was too, 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 too bored, I must say, yeah. uh, toward towards working in like my career at Nike, so that 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 actually shifted a lot, and uh, that whole personal, you know, like shift towards you know, like me trialing out new things, um, I had. Uh, f- f- friends around me who mm-hmm. were actually pushing me as well more towards uh, trialing out and I was uh, coming back at the same time more towards Lithuania I was I, I haven't lived by, by the way in Lithuania for the past nine years closely okay. and I was uh, then, then starting this whole uh, pro project I was started to move back more and often uh, to Lithuania for just longer yeah. weekends yeah. etc and there was a, a, a big group of friends who were starting to do something similar as well in startups 
and that's as well maybe the factor which drove me was we were very supportive hey just do it yeah. uh try it out <laughs> so yeah that sounds that sounds like an interesting journey is it from like do your parents actually from your experiences do you see them as as like like a role models in terms of they're doing a lot of entrepreneurial stuff or is it something just basically totally from from Nike and you know friends around you Lithuania like you said yeah family were always my role models yeah. across the whole of my life uh, so we were we, we were always you know like leading uh, leading me and helping me decide on the next uh, journey in my life and uh, actually guiding me of course for the early stages and uh, making me sure making sure that I'm hungry enough to try out new things so it's it's I think it's a big thank you you know I can support for, for the support which we gave me throughout yeah. all of this uh, all of this phase from 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 going you know from 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 day 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 zero you know when we saw me you know like working at Nike and at the same time on my project and then uh, trying to jump on on this the whole new project and shift everything across yeah um do you have like a big um like a like a negative experience in terms of chasing that idea up to this point or do you like have any you know struggles in terms of the startup or do you have any like blocks here in, in London or <clears throat> or everything every, everything is super flowing on the on the right track no there's no startup I think which flows always <laughs> on the right track you know <coughs> excuse me so to an extent that each startup has a lot of struggles and uh, we you know like as a startup since we launched we had problems in absolutely everything <laughs> we did <laughs> We had uh, a lot of mistakes uh, which we which we went through, but I think we are very thankful for those mistakes to not repeat them again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, eventually, well, starting actually with uh, development because uh, that was a very big difference because myself and my business partner, we just had only the business idea and the ability to sell it. That's about it. We didn't know anything about development. We didn't know anything about marketing. Uh, a little bit about operations, very limited. And uh, then we just went into it and said, okay, we want this product to be ready in three months and launch it, but it doesn't work like that. And, yeah. uh, you know, from that experience, we understood that finding the right talent was a bit, a bit of a struggle at the beginning. Then after securing that talent, uh, developing, uh, it was another big struggle because uh, we actually developed everything in-house. Uh, we, we, we brought developers in-house and we wanted to develop our, the whole product in-house. So that was in terms of planning and actually delivering was pretty difficult because uh, we, were, we were actually constrained by the number of people, right? We, we had in, in, internally and uh, we were bootstrapping throughout all the way. So that was actually one of the first you know, reasons why we, we launched a bit later than we expected initially, but then uh, go, going through, we actually had some experiences and some mistakes, big ones like of launching our product because uh, we were we were working on and preparing the pre-launch of this whole product around summer but then uh, our sides of the business were extremely late and uh, we just couldn't launch so basically all of the work which we were focusing on for the two months was kind of thrown out to the rubbish bin <laughs> so that was a very big mistake which we actually had a hard time to swallow but we just kept going and uh, the next one followed after when we launched 
be directly went into digital marketing and running uh, performance uh, marketing for, for our business. Mm -hmm. But that was again a big mistake because a service like this doesn't sell on its own. And yeah. uh, we are an online lending agent as an online business. Usually you drive traffic and then people just add things to your yeah. cart and then we just check out. Yeah. It doesn't work like that in, uh, in real estate. And uh, we resolve is like this human interaction. So that's, that, that's what uh, actually drove us to where we are right now, meeting clients face to face, uh, getting them on board it and then explaining them more uh, what, what, what we are creating here and how we are improving the sector. I think part of this, like, like you said, I think it's part of the culture here in the UK is people trying to get that personal touch, trying to get that face-to-face, -face, you know, to, to, to sort of lower the perception of, uh, you know, somebody I haven't seen or, or like, a, like a scam or somebody online who's pushing and being super salesy. Exactly. And, you know, for businesses like this, you, you can succeed, but you always have to include that human interaction. I mean, it's not e-commerce. In other fields, yes, you can do that, but uh, in real estate... Um, the, the whole industry is uh, the last one to adopt actually to technology mm -hmm. as we see it, you know, like it's the last, uh, we, we are the last ones uh, to always uh, make, make that shift and uh, that shift is happening right now but it's taking a very long time for them to really understand and adjust to the technology. We have a lot of clients who are as well in their 50s or 60s and that's usual because it's, it's a private uh, property owner yeah. um, and it's very hard to acquire a property actually in the UK. Hence we are not that savvy let's say with technology and uh, we always need support and help yeah. and we have as well a team always supportive and taking them and making sure that we, you know, like we are ready to go through step by step you know, for, for, the whole, for the whole process of yeah, ours okay. which automates. But, but yeah, it's, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's in, in, inevitable uh, to have that human interaction in place uh, just to secure that client. Yeah, definitely. So your main market is here in the UK or, yes. or do you focus somewhere else? No, so the main market is in the okay. UK. So we are operating all over the UK uh, for where we are providing tenant and property management services. Okay, so you're trying to disturb the whole industry in terms of you know, agent fees and all that stuff. I hate the word disrupt. I like the word improve. <laughs> so we are trying yeah, to improve the whole sector um, in a way that we are offering a solution which is much less, but the same quality in terms mm -hmm. of price. Uh, our solution includes, you know, a free tenant find. We are trying to show landlords that we don't need to pay massive fees for finding the tenants. They can just uh, get them for free because the technology allows us and the operating model is already allowing us to do so. In addition to that, uh, providing management service is uh, not that expensive anymore once you have implemented an automated solution internally for your business. Yeah. And uh, that's, then that's the whole idea where we are going to get, you're trying to cut down, um, cut, cut down um, in services and base, sorry. We're trying to cut down uh, all of these different uh, operational overheads internally yeah. to be able to automate them and as well to have more time to focus on the customer itself, on tenants and landlords and on all of the, all of the issues we are having. So how, how far are you into the, into the product? So your product is fully developed. You have a bunch of clients from both sides. What are your next challenges in terms of 
Growing. growing. Yeah, growing. So right now we have launched it. We have already acquired uh, clients, um, landlords, portfolio landlords across yeah. the whole of UK. And I love the idea that sometimes uh, we are managing properties. Uh, our operational team is looking after the properties from Lithuania, somewhere in Manchester. And uh, we haven't yet seen the client, but we've talked to him uh, yeah. over the phone. And uh, he has that trust into us towards us and at the same time we are looking after the tenants so we have already scaled we are trying to scale right now the business as uh, we have launched it successfully the product has been developed at an MVP stage mm-hmm. we have a web plat- platform to support both ends landlords and tenants uh, the service is fully working right now and uh, we are working on growing strategies uh, and preparing for the first investment round sounds like a good plan yeah definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Um, from from your development process up to this point, do you have any like major you know breakthroughs or let's say something that you've seen that people around you haven't haven't seen or, or something like that? Would you be able to? Sorry, uh, like like for example, you're, you're trying to you know improve the whole industry, uh, but your perspective is let's say more up to date. Do you have something that people need to catch up in terms of, uh, or are you trying to you know? stay ahead and you know yeah to an extent that education is always a key and uh, in an industry when it it is going through the shift it's all about educating the people and finding the the ones who already understand this whole move Uh, but uh, i think at the end of the day it's understanding that the technology uh, and technology intervention towards this sector is inevitable and uh, it's improving a lot of things and people are afraid to change are the ones who are the last ones changing <coughs> so eventually uh, technology is just automating and helping for everyone to, 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 move, to move quicker and uh, to, to, to have better, better services and better better quality better quality for, for the same for the same, same. price we are paying so um, especially in this sector where you have older people as property owners and then you have uh, younger people who are actually renters and we are really catching up with the whole technology and you, ha- you see this uh, misproportion and as well landlords not really uh, welcoming the technology yeah. and tenants wanting the technology and wanting applications uh, to have everything under yeah. the single under, under their yeah. phone and uh, to track everything. There is a big gap between... There is a between, big gap, yes. Like, like cultural gap, let's say, in terms of, you know, technology and adoption and... Yes. And, you know, open for, for new things. Yes. And agents, in this case, should be connecting and actually equaling uh, that, that gap uh, eventually because it's, it's an agent model here in the UK and agent numbers are decreasing, actually, based on the reports, on the recent reports uh, of, of property owners using traditional agents as there's more properties and market, more, more, more services and marketplaces uh, operating and offered for both ends to connect directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, landlords are starting to manage their properties fully under, under their own because the, the, the operating model of the traditional agent is not fulfilling all the needs of a private landlord and a tenant. So pretty much you're, you're taking the agents out of the equation between, between the tenants and the, and the landlords? Well, eventually we are the agent. Yeah. We are looking after the property, but we are trying to offer a more of an alternative service for both ends. We are trying to simplify rental processes for both ends 
and as well introduce some technology which allows us to offer the same service at just up to 80% uh, lower price than in comparison to those traditional agents. Mm -hmm. And uh, for tenants to have a bunch of uh, added perks such as zero tenant fee ban, uh, sorry, zero, zero tenant, tenant fees, uh, in addition to that, improved credit scores, ability to pay, to rent out the property for an application, pay rent online, pay bills online, and in case there's a repair or issue, directly take a picture and have it, uh, have it solved. Yeah. Um, from your perspective so far, in terms of education or stuff you, you've watched or stuff you, you've seen and do you, like, do you listen to podcasts, books, do you have you read books, do you have gone through like different courses for, I don't know, let's say uh, mindset or, you know, business or, you know, whatever, whatever is interesting. I really enjoy, so in terms of listening to podcasts, I really enjoy Monocle 24. We have actually a podcast about entrepreneurs. Uh, and uh, we're launching it. We're, we're actually releasing one podcast per day or per two days. And it's a really great review about the uh, stories of our founders, of our mm -hmm. businesses, how we started, uh, what was their progress, what were their biggest lessons, yeah. and uh, how we managed to uh, get to where we are right now. In addition to that, books are always helpful. And uh, reading books and reading books related to the business uh, are helping to, to build as well the best model which, which, which you can, especially around uh, startups and uh, ability to bootstrap a limited yeah. amount of money to reach the maximum you can. <laughs> do, you have, do you have like a title that you know, pops up in your head that's something that is super memorable and super changing of your you know, mindset and you know, approach? Yeah, blitz scaling. Blitz scaling. Blitz scaling. Yeah, that's that. That's a book which I read recently, and uh, the ability to actually, as mentioned, bootstrap uh, your your business and ability to to, to reach uh, the maximum, the maximum you can, by with a limited uh, with a limited amount of money, and uh, preparing the business for 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 scale. For growth and you know. for growth, yeah, because uh, not not always you can you can, really try to reach that growth just by scaling. Sometimes you need to take a more sustainable path yeah. and prepare for the big growth. You have to be eventually. ready for the growth instead of Of course, yeah, in, in every business, right? And we saw it as well uh, throughout our own experience that when we launched, uh, we, we wanted to get very quickly a lot of clients yeah. and uh, we started actually getting those clients but we didn't have a couple of roles in place uh, prepared to look after the property. Yeah. So it was, it was a bit of a little mess, <laughs> I must say, internally, you know, to, look, to, to solve uh, all of the issues internally and then for, for some people working double roles, yeah. uh, it's, 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 it's difficult. But eventually it's a startup, so going through those steps, it's, it's a normal. must. Yeah, it's, it's, it's normal. It's definitely normal trial, trial and error and different, different ideas and, exactly. you know, getting back to creating the process and the whole structure of, you know, how we can you know, actually support those clients. Yeah, exactly. Because because from the starting point, you are so much involved of bringing more more people, to, trying to provide value, and at some point you have to, like like a startup owner, you you definitely you know like changing different hats all the time, trying to be the sales guy, trying to be the you know customer support. Let's say at some point you know everybody's yeah exactly being everything. You know, I can be beyond for already for this stage. I remember myself, you know, I can. Being a salesman in the morning, and then being the operational head uh, in the afternoon, yeah. then doing financial numbers uh, in the evening, and then uh, just doing as well some legal stuff throughout the night. So, it's 
it's, it's a must that you go through all of these stages, but that's the thing what, what that's, that's the most important thing. And uh, that's something you know, like you never go back and that's why you never look back because you learn so much in a very short period of yeah. time, which is, I must say, the best experience. Uh, and it's definitely not going to get boring at some point, like, like you said, for, mm, for the job in, at Nike, you know, it kind of gets, you know, comfortable. Yeah, I, no, I, I didn't have yet a moment when I got comfortable uh, in, in, in this role. <laughs> it's, it's always that constant speed, uh, that constant uh, need to do more, more and more, because you're, everything is dependent on yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. And uh, in case you don't do uh, or you don't add up, uh, then no, nothing, no, nothing nobody's going to do anything. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no one's going to do anything. Yeah, exactly. So at the beginning, it's, yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the best uh, experience path. It's actually better than a university, I must say. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any experience of, of you being you know, brought back to the comfort of, of you know, not taking action, not doing the things that you have to do? Or, or is it beneficial to have a partner that's actually you know pushing each other at the same time yeah i think having a business partner is very beneficial because it allows us to always to push each other push each other uh spot each other each other uh, weakness points mm -hmm. and as well uh, just give advices to each other whatever we do because we always go through multiple roles together yeah. uh, as you know go through development phase or marketing phase and you know It, it always allows us to take the maximum out of everything yeah. and you're, we are starting to see you know, like what are our strength points in each in each area so we went actually through a lot of a lot of these phases together trying to you know to build to build the product which we had both in mind yeah. but right now we already know what our strength points at this stage are uh, to, to be able to reach uh, to be able to reach uh, the next, uh, yeah, next level so basically you're trying to find your strengths and then that's the main focus that you're gonna take in the company and then you're trying to surround with people who you know add on to the to the different roles that actually you know yeah exactly and as well share all of these all of these roles so uh, so so to, together you know because like, as you as you're going through this whole journey you're understanding what are your strengths yeah. and then the, that you're being able to focus on those strength on those areas where you where you think you belong to more and uh, the ability to do that and to learn very quickly is uh, I think is a very good uh, basically advantage at the, at the beginning you know like in business and uh, not having to do everything on, my, on, on your own is already helpful because uh, imagine right now as a founder you have 10 roles but then you have right now five each which you can distribute each other to each other and you have at least a person that you know you said I'm going to do this by this day And you cannot, you know, winger or you cannot move away from the deadline because somebody actually knows that you actually, you know, you promise you're going to do this at this point. Exactly, because everything is planned out. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have anything to, to add up to, to the conversation? Do you, want, do you want to say something to, to the audience or, you know, do you want something to promote? Do you have anything to? I think uh, the, 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 maybe for the promotion side uh, to start with. <laughs> okay. You never miss a point of yeah. promoting, I think. <laughs> So eventually, uh, I would recommend if, if there are any landlords or tenants listening out there, uh, I would definitely recommend uh, to trialing out um, and going to visit Renee's website uh, and checking out uh, the, the actual services which we offer. Because if, if we are not aware, and I know that there are, there are a lot of people not aware of 
online uh, letting agents coming into the play. Yeah. Uh, there are alternatives out there and uh, spotting those alternatives is the hard way because all of these startups don't have a lot of money for you know like for big brand awareness projects yeah. and uh, ability to to promote and to to get out there spotted is 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 difficult. Hence, uh, these these companies uh, such as us uh, yeah. and there uh, are a bunch of others in prop tech who are trying to improve the sector are definitely the ones who are gonna probably stay for some time uh, improving it. So yeah, so that's one for promotion. And then uh, finally. Uh, Probably a big, big, big thank you uh, towards you know like listening to about about my story and about uh, Renisa uh, company and how Renisa was born. Well, thank you, thank you for your time. It's always interesting to to hear another person and a new person, you know, and get to meet them and get to meet them especially face to face and get to hear about their story, their struggles, their their challenges, and their whole journey. And I think if we can actually this this talk even actually can help one person, I think it's it's valuable time for us to spend. And yeah, thank you very much for your time. Definitely. Thank, thank you, you Callum. Thanks.